Ladies, I love it, be my darling. Let's do it. And a five, six, a five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> oh, no. What is happening? We're doing really great. We've just hit the state of delusion a little bit early tonight. A little early. We're, we're peaking early tonight, ladies and gents. It's fine. It's really good. It's fine. I'm fine. Come join us. Welcome back to the Midnight Memo. Oh, welcome to the shit show. <laughs> well, my name is Claire. And I'm Kristen. And we are so excited for you guys to join us tonight or whenever you're listening to this podcast. But it's kind of early for us. It's, I think, going on... Just about 11. 11, yeah. So, <clears throat> as a follow-up from last week's episode, we are adulting. <laughs> it's called self-care. We're going to go to sleep. Yeah, it's called being <laughs> responsible. But, you know, I'm still going to probably go to bed at Absolutely. like 3 a.m. Who knows? I do. <laughs> So I guess if you've been following this podcast, you know that we are two insomniacs. No, we adamantly go against sleep unintentionally. If it was truly a choice, I would hope that I would make a good choice. <laughs> um, but it isn't. Even coming back from a time change where I was three hours ahead. I really am so shocked that basically it worked against you. Yeah, I think my body was just like, you know what? You are an insomniac. <laughs> We thought it would be kind of fun to discuss, since we don't get any sleep, the times that we do sleep. Exactly. Really kind of weird stories and our different sleeping tendencies. Yes. And we used to be roommates. Oh, my God. They were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Shocking information. Um, but we got to experience each other's sleep habits. Someone just pointed out to us today. Um, we were talking about this podcast. And as we were talking, they interrupted us and we're like, do you guys live together? And we're like, no, but we were roommates in college. And he was like, that tracks. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. I see yep. that. <laughs> yeah. When you live with someone, you really get to see them for everything, even how they sleep. Yeah. And let me tell you. I sleep weird. She sleeps so weird. I just starfish to the extreme. Let me tell my favorite story about Claire. There was one time, so one morning I'm waking up for classes, roll over to sit up, look over to the other side of the room, which is not very far. <laughs> yeah, Claire, like six feet away. <laughs> at Claire, and I thought she was dead. It wasn't like she was sleeping so peacefully like, where it's like, oh, you could be dead. No, no, no. Claire was not even laying in her bed. Her bed was in the corner. So she was pushed up against the corner of the wall, just limp body, like someone who just got shot yeah. <laughs> execution style, sitting on top of her pillow. I just thought she was dead. So my first reaction, being half awake, I started freaking out at 7.30 in the morning. Like, <laughs> oh my God, someone broke into the room and executed my roommate. And then I think you like twitched or did something. <laughs> and I was like, no, she's asleep. She's oh, she's just sleeping. She's just sleeping, guys. And I have a picture in my phone deep in the bowels from college. I had to show it to her later when I saw her in class. I was like, do you realize what you did last night? And she's like, oh my God, what? And I show her the picture and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I must have been having like a crazy dream been... or something. Yeah. You know those pictures that have, um, that'll be like 12 different pictures of people sleeping or like, oh, what's your sleep position? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like, none of the none. above. <laughs> This is too mild for me. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are so boring. <laughs> so basic. Yeah, but yeah, you're like the exact opposite. You <laughs> I sleep like have been. She sleeps like she's dead, like a actually dead. Yeah. Like a different, like she didn't get murdered. Like I sleep like I got murdered. Yeah. 
she sleeps like she died and was peacefully <laughs> placed in a casket. She's positioned like it's an open casket funeral and will not move a muscle yeah. the entire night. <laughs> it's I will wake <laughs> up exactly in the same position I fell asleep in. Yeah. And like, I think maybe it was right when we started sharing a room together or something like okay. you would just lay down <laughs> flat on your back, arms to your side, just and like eyes closed, no movement. And I'm like, you literally look like you're dead. It was so insane. And I was like, <laughs> we're just dead in different Do ways. Do you remember when you told my dad that when we went? Uh, our parents, I don't. Our parents finally got to meet graduation day, senior year. And we were talking about, yeah, what it was like being roommates with them. And you had talked about me sleeping like a dead person. And my dad's like, oh, she's always been like that. And he's like, do you want to know how she used to sleep as a child? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you'd have like blankets. <laughs> yes, the blanket thing. And she would like tuck herself in <laughs> and then would be afraid to I didn't want to wrinkle the, the blanket. Pel- yeah, ruin this the blanket. Is, this was the OCD coming out this 100% goes back to my OCD thing yeah like I think it's a little bit of like loving Disney movies like Sleeping Beauty how she's like placed so like peacefully and tucked in so I was like my blanket will be perfect on top of me and I will sleep like this and not disturb the blanket so it was a toxic mix of OCD and Disney warping my mind yes So yeah, I would I would tuck myself in for my nap and lay the blanket on top of me perfectly straight, make sure there is not a crease in this thing, <laughs> and then just lay like that and go to sleep. <laughs> That's insane. Did you ever roll out of bed? No, I don't think so. Okay. I walked out of bed. <laughs> I've never been a sleepwalker. Have you? I've never been a sleepwalker, no. But when I guess my hyperactive sleeping habits <laughs> started as a child as well, Really? Like, because there would be a couple times where I would just roll myself out of bed. <laughs> yourself out yeah, of bed. Yeah, and then I, like, wake up when I hit the floor. <laughs> Violence. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, and then I just get up and go back <laughs> just to the It seemed to work out. So. <laughs> Have you ever fallen out of bed recently? Like, what was the last time recently. You you've fallen out of bed? I haven't fallen out of bed recently. Okay. Good news, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been as hyperactive in my sleep. I starfish now, yeah. Yeah, so you used to sleep walk, or you did once? I did once. I've never... Did it when I was, like, apparently, like, two or three. Yeah, did not know about it until, again, my dad was telling some embarrassing story about me. So, where I used to live in Hawaii, it was in Eva Beach. Objectively, the hottest part of the island. And we lived in this townhouse, and of course, it was the middle of summer. Our garage had no windows, and it was blistering hot. And you had high humidity. That's what it was. It was the humidity that really got to you. Yeah. So, I was, yeah, probably two at this time. Parents had put me to bed in my own room, in my crib, and honestly, this was a flex. My little toddler ass somehow crawled out of the crib, out of the bedroom, and somehow slept, crawled into the garage. And because it was an old townhouse, it had a big industrial type of door. Yeah. And little two-year-old me, but I opened it, went out to the garage, and the door slammed shut behind me, apparently. And once I got in the garage, there's usually a step from where the house is, and the garage is a little bit more set in. So now I am too short to reach the door. Because I am now lower in the garage. Yeah. And so the door closing woke me up and I started crying. But my parents couldn't hear me because I was now a hallway and a room away from them. So crying, crying, crying. My dad finally heard me and found me. So he's like, what the heck? 
goes to find me in the garage and he says when he opens the door i'm standing there in the doorway just looking so sad and upset and i'm drenched like i just went swimming in a pool because i was sweating so much in the garage damn (laughs) so he's like i don't know how long you were in there hopefully it wasn't that long but you were wet (laughs) you were a bit damp you were (laughs) exactly you perspired (laughs) dang the one and only time i've ever sleptwalked i wonder what causes that Mm -hmm. like sleepwalking do yeah. they have an answer? Because they tell you, like, don't wake a person who's sleepwalking because um, it can be dangerous, blah, 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 blah. So if they know what you aren't supposed to do, do they know why it happens? There has to be science. Classic midnight memo. We are talking about topics that we're interested <laughs> in and that keep us up at night. But do we ever actually but we do not research? Do more research. <laughs> exactly. We just let it keep us up. Yeah. And we are we come to the acceptance mm-hmm. that it will. Mm-hmm. Again, like our sleep habits in general, choosing the chaos and yes. just Everything t- trends towards chaos. Yeah. Isn't that a law? Law of chaos, yeah. But I don't know about ding, it. Ding ding ding. <laughs> it's so crazy the brain is so insane in what it's able to do Mm -hmm. and like even when you're sleeping going back to sleepwalking or like for me i experience sleep paralysis your sleep paralysis wild yeah and for those who don't know what sleep paralysis is it's basically when you're sleeping sometimes your brain will wake up but your body will stay asleep so there's a disconnect between your body and your mind basically i could be awake but i won't be able to move my body and if something weird is happening oh god that's i can't talk yeah oh my gosh so for me i have really intense sleep paralysis i know that there's a scale of intensity sometimes people will just wake up and kind of have to wait it out and then shake it off Mm -hmm. i would say mine lasts probably around at least 10 seconds but it just feels like it's forever Mm -hmm. and so i see those like quote-unquote shadow people and like my Mm -hmm. mind starts to hallucinate that there are people and i can hear voices and things like that it's kind of like a horror movie it really it when you tell me about your sleep paralysis especially the first time i think you told me about it and you were describing it to me like just unlocked and felt like like nightmare you have as a kid of like when you turn on the light at the end of the stairs and then you like run to yeah. your room to hide away from the shadow people like it felt like that but your your body can't move nothing like that and that makes it so much more scary <laughs> yeah it's pretty intense like when i first started getting it i would feel like someone was pushing my body down into the bed yeah you feel this force so you can't move mm-hmm. and then For me, I would start seeing like outlines of people and then I would hear them ask me questions. But because I can't talk, I can't answer them. And like what kind of questions did they ask you? Do you remember at all? The one I remember the most was there was one guy who like leaning over me, holding my shoulders down. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a scary question, but it was the ambiance of it all just feels so haunting. He was like, how old am I? And I'm like, I can't answer you. But questions like that. And so, and like the first time I think I got it, I would try to like ask someone for help, but I couldn't. So it was like just me being awkwardly and grunting in my sleep. Especially when you don't know what it is, right? The first time you experience it, you don't know what's going on. So I would be panicking. Yeah. Yeah. Natural reaction, ask for help. Yeah. So it's a little crazy, a little chaotic. Um, (laughs) But eventually your mind body connection restores itself. Okay. And usually you have to really like jolt yourself awake. So like I'll basically have to really concentrate and like kick my leg really hard or like push my shoulder up really hard to be like I'm in control of my body again. Do you flail 
at that point to prove to yourself that the connection has been made yeah at least for me it's like uh okay i've regained control of my body now Mm -hmm. but i don't know if there's science behind it again no research done um (laughs) probably gonna keep it that way but (laughs) i usually experience it when i'm sleeping on my back yeah sleep paralysis is fun it's a good time it's a party (laughs) honestly Jeez. Yeah. Every time you tell me about your sleep paralysis, I'm just re-amazed at what your mind and the mind can do. Yeah. That's trippy. That's scary. Honestly, so I think it started very beginning of college, end of high school, all mm-hmm. the way to now. So I guess like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So now, even when it happens to me, I know it's happening. I'll wait it out. I'll like shift when I can. But I think it's made me less scared of like horror movies i was gonna say that explains so much now yeah how you were going on a horror movie binge for a little bit in the middle of college like i used to hate horror movies yeah but then like actually feeling like i'm living through someone like you know mm-hmm. holding me down like threatening my life things like that you know fun scenario you know <laughs> just those things that it's happen Tuesday. when you're sleeping <laughs> great Um, things to put you to sleep yeah i became a little bit used to that uh, scared feeling Mm -hmm. and so that's why i liked horror movies more because i was like i know i can handle it that makes sense weird but that makes sense yeah Yeah. and then true crime came into play (sighs) i love true crime. i know when i just said oh yeah things to go to sleep and then the back of my mind was like all those times i've watched criminal minds to fall asleep (laughs) Yes. Do you remember when we told Gina that we watched Criminal Minds to fall asleep? No, I don't remember telling her that. So we were talking to one of our professors, and I don't really know how we got on the topic, but we were Happens. talking about sleep. And I was like, well, we'll just fall asleep to Criminal Minds. And she's like, you guys are insane. Yeah. <laughs> Weird conversations with your professors, you know. You know, daily. You're just casual office hour chats. Yeah. I, okay. Th- I do remember that. Have I stopped? No. No. <laughs> And we're now so deep into the true crime game. Sometimes I'm just casually listening to it while I'm working. And I'm like, these two things don't go together. Her arms were cut off. Her Her legs legs were were cut cut off. (laughs) Yeah, all the time. I mean, I did that to my partner. Interesting. We drove on a hike the other day. And as soon as we got in the car, we're like, what do we want to listen to? What's the music mood for the day? And I was like, not going to lie. I kind of want to listen to a murder podcast. And he's like, I was just about to suggest that. 7 a.m. blasting a murder podcast. Yes. Driving into the mountains. We love the perfect, <laughs> the perfect place to bury a body. It's a nice reminder to him to not mess with me. And if he breaks my heart, bad things happen. Yes. You will go back to that very hike. Yeah. <laughs> I think as I've gotten older, I used to be like really heavy sleeper. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm a You're lighter a s- sleeper. Maybe lighter. You're still a relatively heavy sleeper. We do sleep in weird places, though. Oh, you side note. Kristen is the master at sleeping in weird places. I might not move and it works to my benefit. Yeah. Okay, so one time in college, <laughs> okay, you know those office chairs that spin, all right? It's not even a stable chair. Very unstable. It's in. the rolly one. Yeah, and it'll like lean back a little bit. Yeah, and the like, kicky lean thing. Yeah. Like... And she one time <laughs> was curled up in the chair and just sleeping not moving a muscle and i was like wow this this is pretty impressive this is talent yeah there were many a times where she would just be in like really random places and just contorted and sleeping yeah (laughs) just like a gymnast sleeping my weird flex but okay (laughs) but hey i got a nap in so (laughs) yeah master napping for sure i still can't nap 
I tried today and I ended up sleeping for the last two hours of work. Hell yeah. If you're my job, you didn't hear that. She was working very diligently. Very diligently. So diligent. But the reason I guess I say that I'm more of a lighter sleeper now was if I'm sharing a bed with someone who snores, I cannot sleep. I will not be able to fall asleep. I'll have to go get headphones or earplugs to be able to fall asleep. Really? Yeah. I had to perfect that skill because my father sleeps like a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) And growing up when we finally had our Milani house, my room shared a wall with their bathroom, not even their room. And my dad slept on the opposite side of the room too. He slept on the farthest point from me and I could still hear him through my wall. So if I stayed up, which I often did because, again, insomnia, I could hear that man sounding like a chainsaw right next to my ear. Oh my god. Yeah, you had to learn. But I don't know what it is. It's so weird to me that I, if I'm already asleep, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like falling asleep, it's difficult. Because it's like something you're going to like when you're sleeping, you have to clear your mind, you know, relax, mm-hmm. decompress. But if you hear that, that's what you're going to fixate on. And suddenly that's all you can think about, I think. Does your partner snore? No, luckily. Thank God for you. I know. <laughs> I've had boyfriends in the past that snored and I literally bought them mouth guards and, really? and nose strips. You petty ass bitch. <laughs> I was like, we're not sharing a room if you keep that up. I set boundaries. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> you tell them, Claire. I'm just high maintenance like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. My partner does sometimes, mostly when he drinks. Then you just slap him. I don't do anything. Oh, yeah. You have the training. Yeah. I think it's more embarrassing for him. Luckily, he's more he's more self-conscious about it than I am. So I'll just tell him the next morning, like, hey, you were snoring last night? And he's like, oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, how bad was it? And I was like, I mean, not bad, but it was funny. Yeah. That could not be me. Mm-mm. I have shared a room with someone who slept talked though. It was when I used to do cheerleading and we had a competition in Orlando. So sharing a room with myself, my mom, who was chaperoning the trip, and then two other girls. And one of the girls apparently was, yeah, a sleep talker. And we had gotten back to the hotel kind of early. She was just like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to bed already. The rest of us were getting ready for bed. And she just knocked out so quickly that she had reached the point of, yeah, sleep talking. Dang. And so we just hear talking. We're in the bathroom getting ready for bed. Suddenly we just hear talking. so we're like, oh, someone else is in the room, which now that I'm thinking about it, probably was not a good sign either. That, that was our first thought. <laughs> it's fine. But we don't need to, well, let's not dive into that. The point is, we're like, and we go out and suddenly we, re- we realize it's the girl who's asleep. Yeah. Talking. So we go over to her in bed. We're trying to be like, what is she talking about? And she goes, no, Mr. Dinosaur, I don't want a belly ring. <laughs> and she starts making choo-choo train noises. <laughs> And I'm just like, I would love to know what that dream was about. Yeah. Of course, the next morning, she didn't remember any of it. We're yeah. like, what were you dreaming about? And she's like, what are you talking about? We explain what happened. And she's like, what the fuck? And I wish more than anything that I knew what that dream was about. Yeah, I had a roommate one time who woke me up because she was having night terrors, which was, I guess, like another thing Is that that's weird that the brain does. related slightly to sleep paralysis at all, maybe? It could be. It could be either connected to like sleepwalking, sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Weird things that your brain does when you're supposed to be sleeping. For someone who's supposed to be resting, she's a bit high maintenance. Literally. It was really scary. I had no warning. Yeah, no warning. I honestly still don't really know what the definition of night terrors is or how it presents itself in different people. Mm -hmm. But I was in college freshman year and my roommate didn't 
warn me about the fact that she had night terrors and neither did her parents who helped move her in yeah and i get it like it can be embarrassing but the fact that we were sharing a room in that space for the next nine months like you guys are gonna be within the same 10 foot room for the next nine months there was no getting around it yeah but if she had a history of having night terrors i still feel like i should have been notified been like this usually doesn't happen but it might in the case that it does here's how you should handle it (laughs) i do not be alarmed yeah i was not afforded this luxury (laughs) of information and so one night i was just you know sleeping soundly as i do and uh, as i lie as i do lies (laughs) sleeping soundly against the wall starfishing away and all of a sudden my roommate started screaming like she was getting murdered going back to the murder theme yeah like looked like she was seizing in bed Mm -hmm. kicking the wall and because i didn't know how to handle it never experienced anything like this i was like okay do i wake her up but then going back to sleepwalking thing Mm -hmm. don't wake a sleepwalking person so i was like oh would that be worse and so i was just like paralyzed in bed just watching this happen yeah and so i just stared at her for like 30 seconds to a minute then it stopped but i was so freaked out that i just couldn't go back to sleep i'm like what if yeah. it happens again like do i wake her now do i like check on her like yeah but she was just like sleeping away and so i was like i guess and then... i don't know <laughs> but yeah if anyone has information on night terrors because you know i won't research it myself <laughs> let me know i am interested i just and how do you like talking about sleeping with partners sharing a bed with someone on like trips or something like that growing up has she ever been in a a situation where you go to camp or something and you're sharing a room with other people or you're sharing a share a bed with someone yeah and that is that something that you disclose like you said maybe what's the debugging on this like how Yeah. (laughs) yeah i think that if you were even to have it at a certain point like being like hey this happened to me one time it hasn't happened in the last however many years months whatever yeah but if it should happen here's how to handle it or or even just don't be worried yeah like at least it's happened before like but i'll i'll just immediately go back to sleep like that would have been helpful Mm -hmm. information i think especially like you said you couldn't go back to sleep because you were like is she okay (laughs) is she okay is it gonna happen again Mm -hmm. Um, the brain i don't understand i i like it's so complex. Is it our subconscious that's making us mm-hmm. sleepwalk, sleep talk, paralysis, terrors? Like, what is yeah. what is that? Especially, you're supposed to be resting, right? Yeah, and like process through all the information mm-hmm. that you've taken in that day. Right. So... But sometimes she be dreaming. Well, for people who dream, I don't dream. I, you I don't have, dream? I have had a couple dreams in like the last couple years. Wow, the couple in the last couple years? <laughs> Yeah, I don't dream. Or I didn't. <laughs> For the most part, I still don't dream. That's so crazy. Yeah, I don't Where dream. Where does all the information go? I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't dream. I don't dream You about have anything. such a big brain that your brain doesn't even need to get rid of information. <laughs> There's so many places to store. I just think she's not that creative. <laughs> She's like, that's enough for today. I dream every night. Yeah. I even have like reoccurring dreams. Interesting. I don't know. I know I dream every night, but I also forget my dreams in you the mean, morning. Like, but at unless least I... you wake up and you, you're you aware like, oh, I had a dream last night. You might not remember what it was, but you know you had a dream. I don't even have that. I just like my mind creates all these bizarre <laughs> scenarios 
And I'm like, what does it even mean? And I know that there's science what or is like the meaning a meaning behind this. Yeah, yeah. People study how to interpret dreams. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting to me that the mind universally has like a certain decoding within dreams, you know? That's very true. Do you think it could be societal? I think so. Like American, because we grew up in this specific culture. Mm, like if you yeah. have a dream about having a baby or that could mean one thing for the american society that's true because we even all think have about like different cultures yeah yeah maybe it's because we just have like the same idea about childbirth or a national understanding of certain yeah. processes and things like that whereas it could be totally different it, say in japan mm-hmm. i don't know that makes sense i do know though that whenever i have a dream where i'm getting teeth pulled Oh, girl. or like feel like I'm losing teeth that I'm actively grinding my teeth in my what? sleep. What? You dream of it translates into your dream? That's wild. Yeah, because and yet another thing that I have <laughs> She's quirky. Is TMJ and basically like What a does locking, TMJ stand for? That's a great question. Don't know. Good. Zero good, good. teeth uh, macho jaw. <laughs> I was gonna say teeth mouth jaw. Yes. <laughs> I like that better. No, we'll go I with like that. Yours so much but it's basically like tension in your jaw that can basically hurt. Like it's or you're clenching so much that mm-hmm. like it ends up hurting. And I was grinding so hard that at one point my jaw couldn't open straight. Like it had to go to the side to open. <gasps> Wait, you said at one point. Like now I kind of have to push my lower jaw forward a little bit to like have it go in a straight line. But that is respectfully disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> it's not fun for me. So. I did have a dream recently. What was it about? Do you remember? I do remember. <gasps> I had to tell my boyfriend about it. This is going to be a tangent about my boyfriend now because it, he was in the dream. Backstory, he was in the dream. And so I have commitment issues. <laughs> End of backstory. <laughs> but I, We're being vulnerable now. <laughs> we, are be, we are being vulnerable. Don't know if I want to get married. There's a whole baggage and a half with that. Call me Samsonite because <laughs> I got baggage. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> anyway. But I had a dream that my boyfriend proposed to me and I was like happy, it was cute, but he gave me the ugliest motherfucking ring. <laughs> no! It was, it was mm-hmm. this big sunflower ring that mm-hmm. didn't even fit on one finger. Also, he put it on my middle finger. Don't know why, but we put it on my left middle finger <laughs> and it was gaudy, but was like so happy that he proposed to me and so in love with it. That I was like super happy with that, but I didn't want to hurt his feelings that it was ugly. So I I think I even talked to you. Oh, I was I, in your I dream? I think it was you. It was where like different times people were coming up to us and they're like so happy for us. Right? I'm like, thank you. Can you do me a favor though? <laughs> Nicely suggest I should get a different <laughs> Like I don't okay. even need a gemstone, but just not an ugly. Just not a sunflower? Not this god. Listen, as no you, if you listened to the last episode, the sunflower is not her favorite flower. It must <laughs> be a five-petal plumerium. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry, Kristen. I'll tell him to get you a plumerium Thank ring. You. <laughs> but I do remember one time in college that you told me you had a dream. And I was like, what was it about? And you said, I dropped my phone. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And you're like, that That's was it. the whole dream. <laughs> I was like, wow. (laughs) Listen, okay, when I say I'm not creative, I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) 
have you had a dream recently? Oh, yeah. Any vivid ones that you can recall? Unless I, like, think about the dream right after I wake up, I don't remember it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried, like, dream journaling? I think I did for a hot second in middle school or younger. Okay, Because if you ever watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Oh, my God, yes. A cultural, iconic movie. Yeah, so the main character, he had his dream journal, which was, like, the inspiration for the movie. So I was like, oh, that's actually a good idea because I would have a lot of dreams. Yeah. And so I think I wrote a few down, but then I was like, this is kind of a lot (laughs) because... This is ambitious. I have a lot going on in my dreams at all times. Mm. So it's like writing out everything that I remember would take a really long time. Novels. Yeah. Voice note. What if you did voice note? It was middle school. Oh, that's true. What if you did voice notes now? (laughs) I could try to do voice notes now. Yeah, we did not have voice notes in middle school, ladies and gents. Fun facts. If I could find the journal, it's probably still at my mom's house. I could probably read things from it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But no, I don't remember anything from last night's dream. Mm -hmm. I remember all of my traumatizing dreams, (laughs) but not the fun ones. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, we won't go down that road. We don't need to do that. We don't need to bring y'all down. Yeah. You're already not going to sleep after Claire talked about her night terrors. You Yeah, we'll kind of pivot from that, <laughs> I guess. Living with your night terrors for six years now. So one hack that you've learned to help with sleep is not to sleep on your side. Is that what? Or not oh, to sleep not on your sleep back. not to sleep on my back. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, maybe I subconsciously think it's more of a, a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a hot take because I think medically they say if you sleep on your side and like curled up, it's because evolutionary wise, you're trying to protect your inside. Diff- oh. Your different sleeping styles actually do show what your desire. Like I, I only know sleeping on your side and like curled up a little like in a fetal position. I know that one specifically because it's like you're protecting your internal organs. So that's why you're okay with your back facing like the wall that scenario specifically because i used to sleep like that at one point good to know Mm -hmm. so there are like certain evolutionary reasons for your sleeping style so that does make sense yeah science Science. (laughs) (laughs) oh that was cute (laughs) so yeah i guess sleeping on my side okay little hack for me or who for other people maybe if you have sleep paralysis try it out another thing is sometimes or more recently I've had to um, in order to fall asleep because again it's really hard for us to fall asleep we're Mm -hmm. insomniacs so we can stay up to the deadly hours of the evening morning I'll listen to some white noise okay so whether it be kind of rain falling on rocks or just so I use not sponsored I use headspace and I actually get it through my work Mm-hmm. Um, so they have all these, what they call soundscapes where it's like, you can, uh, sit by a campfire is, mm. or, um, by the beach, like that kind of white noise, or I guess like pink noise. I don't really know the difference, but <laughs> colorful noise. Yeah. All those colored noises. And it's actually, I think helped to distract my mind, I guess, from, continually thinking of just random topics that's very interesting that white noise pink noise whatever it is is what helps you sleep and yet snoring i mean they're different but if you strip it down if someone snores consistently it's basically a white noise yeah that's true i don't know so yeah maybe it's just like the Mm. aggressiveness (laughs) of snoring especially when it can be like snore stop yeah snore stop 
kind of a situation yeah maybe it's the fluidity actually yeah maybe it's like consistent like just low buzzing noise Mm -hmm. i guess but yeah it has helped me to fall asleep when i know i have to like get up early the next morning yeah and i'm like oh it's already 2 a.m and i have to get up at seven yeah and i'm not tired yet like what should i do Mm -hmm. white noise has helped me okay yeah i can't do white noise you can't no interesting I get, yeah, I get too fixated on it. And it's uh-huh. almost a little eerie to me, it, oh, specifically when okay. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. Right. And I hear it. It's a, it's a little eerie. I'm like, hmm, don't <laughs> vibe with that. Do you have any like tips that helps you fall asleep? I think what has proven to help me, and I've tried not to use it because studies have shown like, oh, if you watch TV in the background, it's not supposed to be good for your quality of sleep, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But every time that I've been up, I can't sleep for whatever reason. And I'll try really hard to fall asleep without the TV being like, I don't want to, if I start a TV show, then I'm going to like watch 13 of them. And right. Yeah, sometimes that happens. But usually if I'm like, I am kind of tired, but I can't fall asleep on my own. Mm-hmm. And I put a TV show or something in the background, about half of the episode episode in i'm out oh interesting lately i don't know why that kind of makes sense growing up my mom would have the news on in the background mm-hmm. or something and my parents did that too yeah. yeah the news in the background a lot i never had a tv in my room growing up it might have been like starting it in college i think that had to do with mm. staying up late all the time yeah. <laughs> and watching something maybe somehow that habit grew in there mm-hmm. but currently for me it's putting the tv on in the background and about half an hour in obviously so it's not okay. it's kind of like the white noise thing but i think it's in a it's similar vein in a similar but... vein but it's not the same yeah consistent it's the consistency yeah not a fan of it well i guess like yeah those are for two people who don't really sleep that much <laughs> side tangent have yeah. you ever done like the melatonin the vitamins that sort of a thing i haven't actually oh really and i think it would honestly help mm-hmm but at the same time, sometimes my body reacts weirdly. I mean, I could probably do it when I don't have responsibilities the next yeah. day to kind of see how my body reacts to it. Mm-hmm. I should I should try it. Yeah, I tried we'll it see. at some point, but I also think sometimes I forget until it's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I should take a melatonin. And I think I should not take the melatonin right oh, now. Oh, yeah, because then you like miss the rest of the exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think about it until it is definitely not the time to take it. And I have taken it like once or twice and it either didn't really work or I still felt groggy the next day waking up. Gotcha. So it just didn't really work. I've only done it a couple times. And maybe that comes with trial and error of mm-hmm. calibrating when I take it. I don't know how long you need to take it before you plan to actually go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And for you to be asleep, fall asleep, and then wake up for it to be effective. So I would definitely have to do more research on that if I seriously want to do it. I've also heard of people being like, not addicted to it, but like reliant on melatonin. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So... Mixed results. Not sure if I'll keep doing it. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess overall, the brain is weird. The brain is weird. Sleeping. Sleeping as a structure is weird. It's very interesting that as humans, we obviously need sleep. Mm -hmm. But our brains are like still running, still doing some weird stuff. Like that causes us to do weird things that other people experience. When your mind's not working, she's still working. Yeah. Real hard. I guess keeping with the theme of uh, asking like a final question at the end of the episode. What's your buzzer beater? My question is. Ooh, this is serious. Are you a type of person who can sleep with their door open? (gasps) Growing up, no. But also... Going back to my superstitions, 
growing up, I found out that I think it's Japanese. It might be Asian cultures in general. You're not supposed to sleep with your feet to the door. Oh yeah, I have heard this. Because supposedly then the spirits will grab you by your feet and just take you. Take mm. you out. My dad tells me this as he is going out of my room one night, tucking me into bed, where my <laughs> bed is literally in line with the door. <laughs> like yeah. the door opens and it touches the end of my bed. And I was like, uh, so I flipped right the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hell no. After that, I slept with the door closed for a while. Yeah. Just to be safe. And I think now I sleep with the door open just because my dog, my dog does not sleep in her crate anymore. So she goes in and out of our room. But for comfiness, yeah, I would like to close the door. Mm. What about you? I don't mind. I think when I was younger, I would close the door. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, like I take it a step further and like my closet can be I open. I was going to say, what about your closet? That was going to be my next question. Yeah, like my closet can be open and I'll be, still be able to fall asleep. It bugs me if our closet's open. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, some people can't sleep with their closet open. So yeah. I mean, I can, but it'll bug me. Like, if I'm already comfy in bed, I'll look at it, and I'll be like, fuck, I really want to close that. <laughs> but I will seriously debate it depending on my comfort level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my final question. Beautiful. If you guys have any, like, sleeping quirks or other things that happen to or you. Any tips. I welcome tips. <laughs> yeah, give us some tips on how to sleep, because obviously we don't sleep enough. Um, we're literally, it's past midnight now when we're recording on right brand. Time. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you're, you've slip, slept. Slipped. Hopefully you've slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, that or, means... That was the cue. Yeah, that, that was, was the sign. the cue. That I should be sleeping. All right. <laughs> um, Thank you for tuning into the Midnight Memo. Give us your hacks on how to sleep. Like Claire said, you can reach out to us on TikTok or Instagram at the Midnight Memo or email us themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that way you can be notified when our next episode drops next Tuesday. We would also really appreciate it if you can rate us. It really helps us out. And if you would like to show your support even further, you can click the link in the description of this episode. Bye! Bye.